So the fifth labor, uh, Merkat, uh, Rostam, and Rakash find their way into Mazdam Durrani. Northern Iran. Northern Iran. Mazdam Durrani. So, okay, okay. Mazdam Mazandarani. Mazandaran? Mazandarani? Mazandarani. We're not, there's only one person here, and if he can't pronounce it correctly. So I say Mazandarani. Mazandaran. Perfect, perfect. Mazandarani. So what's crazy is I, I always say Mazandaran, and I always say the city. That's what he said. Mazandaran, hungry <laughs> like the wolf, is what I said. But I heard Duran Duran <laughs> every time. I always pronounce the city uh, Mazandarani. I don't know why. I don't, honestly don't even know what to write. Everyone, everyone's Mazandarani. You're the most Persian person in the room, so we'll take it. That's yeah. not how this should work. <laughs> That's why we're going off. That is how this works. <laughs> Your dad can comment or email us if there's yeah, more correct Yeah, please let your father email us and tell us my dad, I, my dad got mail, I want to say like a month ago. Electronic mail, as he said to me. <laughs> let him comment <laughs> No, on he just posts. got on mail a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's going like, to send really me an electronic mail up. Hello, Demir. How are you doing today? Your mother is doing very well. I have one comment about your, like, phonetically says it. Mazandarani. <laughs> I, I have to take issue with this. All those years I read stories to you, how could you not remember? Cordially, your father, Cream Siakun. <laughs> it was a hard A, Demir. How did you not get that? <laughs> so, Mazandaran. <laughs> Mazandarani. Mazandarani. Almost everything in Persia ends in an I. Interesting. That just means from. Yeah, like Siakui, from Siakui. Really? From Wait. Si- Wait, from wait, Siku. from Siku? From, from Siku. Okay. Siku. <laughs> it's actually Russian, which is My, my first and last name is Alamdari. It's from Alamdar. So adding an I to it means you're from someplace. Yes. Yeah. So, like, oh, I like you, it. you all used to work with someone who used to say Irani was her last name? You were, yeah, you were here before. You weren't there, but her last name was Irani. So it's from Iran. It's Iran. Melissa's predecessor. Iran, like behind I, you. Yeah, like a prominent last name is uh, Tarani. From, from Tehran. Tehran. We're getting this. Interesting. Get fucking enlightened, Get nerds. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy this knowledge when you meet your coworkers and see their it, last names. It's, like, a, it's an easy something. thing. That's like, so amazing. This is someone like like uh, like Mubaraki is like another prominent one. Like Mubarak, it's like old school, like an old school name. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit! Is your family from Mubarak? And she's like, oh. But yes, it is. But so Rostam goes. Spawn of Aphrodite's. So Mazdam goes to. So Rostam goes to Mazdarani. So he wakes up at Mazdarani. Yeah, he doesn't wake up. He goes there. I assume he was sleeping or something. I assume Rakash just brought him there. And he wakes yeah, up he was like just sleeping on the horse, you know. But he puts his horse out to graze in a field. No, no, no. The horse put himself out. He's like. <laughs> Rostam is the sleepy boy. He just knocked over his master into like a field of clover and started eating. But so Ulad who is, like, the owner of these fields that Rakash is grazing in, accuses Rostam of assaulting one of the workers in This the is field. my question. So, Does he so actually it, assault a worker? Was it accusatory, or did he just beat up a peasant? Did he beat up a peasant because he was a peasant? And this is where there's a couple variations. <laughs> <laughs> so there's one version where he's sleeping and the horse beats the fuck up the... Beats up the peasant. The horse beats up the Rikash peasant? Rakash beat the peasant. I fucking... Rakash is up on his high horse. Rakash is classist. <laughs> Typical Rakash. Does Rakash in a, in a word, yeah. Oh my god. All right, go on. And then like, Rashtam wakes up and is like, oh shit, what'd you do? 
And he's like, oh no, I have to take, I, I have to I blame take, for uh, this. Blame for the horse. If my horse can't beat up my another horse, peasant, he's gonna go to jail. My horse being classist. <laughs> and then the other one's like, a soldier was like, I see someone grazing in not my field, I wanna attack him. Okay, okay, that's fair, that's fair. And naturally attacks him, and it's like, that's what you do. If you're, have you seen someone in your I mean, field that's, and that's you have not attacked them? There's the biggest horse I've ever seen, with the largest man I've ever seen, and I am a lonely soldier. I'm gonna kill them. I was they are eating my wheat. I was an adventurer no, no, like no. you were. They're was. eating someone I know's wheat. <laughs> They're eating my neighbor's 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 wheat. So I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> but a whole bunch of soldiers came <laughs> and attacked Rostam. Because he beat up a peasant. Allegedly. A or non-justified reason. <laughs> like, I'm the largest man I've ever seen. It was like, Rostrum just falls asleep and the horse beats the fuck out of him. Yeah, and either justified or non-justified reason, he beats up a peasant. Either way, the peasant's like, see the violence! See the violence inherited in the system! That's it! Justified, either way, the horse is a triple crown. Right? <laughs> so... The horse is definitely a triple crown. The soldiers bring Ulad, whose lands that Rostam is resting on. Yeah. And Ulad is the main champion of the village. Ooh. And Every Ulad, village has a champion. And oh, she yeah. comes out and it's like the from below camera angle and you see like doom, doom. No, no, no. He comes out and it's like It's the John Cena theme. No, it's yeah. like Ulad Cena. Ulad Cena. That's like a lion over his head. It's like yeah. Like, your horse has killed lions. I've killed lions. He comes out like, yeah. I am the son of a lion. Some crazy story. Yeah. He My father was killed by a horse. Was it your horse? My mother was the dragon that you killed. I now have vengeance to kill you. Oh, now we're getting to samurai stories now, guys. Let's tone it back a bit. Sorry, Ron. He comes out like Tom Hardy in Batman, just boosh, boosh. Ready to go. <sighs> but to walk it back, mm-hmm. they get into Sorry, the story. fighting, and Rostam just completely kills Ulad. Like, oh, it's Jesus not even Christ. a competition. No fucking shit. The horse beats the shit out of, like, their prize. Rostam beats, and Rostam Rakash walks from, watches from the side. Oh, but, he's cheering him on, and he, oh, yeah. the guy man. actually kills him. Major but, hype man is Rakash at this point. There's always the one oh, wow. I, I thought was kind of fucked up as a kid. Yeah? So, like, I read these as a kid, and I was like, so Rustin walks into a village. Mm-hmm. A random person mm-hmm. attacks him, which I can understand. He's not from there. He's he grazing. Being he's grazing. A soldier yeah. attacks someone that's not from there. Mm-hmm. Like I said. He's wh- unauthorized grazing. Honestly, they're probably just eating opium. Like, if anything, they probably <laughs> deserve to be attacked. He's not yeah. grazing wheat. It's just opium. So the soldier gets killed, and they're like, oh, no. Let's have our... It's a small village. Our strongest person... This is the strongest person of all time comes out like with the largest horse of all time. And he's like, I'm going <laughs> to kill this piece of shit villager. Damn, that was good. It's a fucking like great special right effect. Over yeah. the, and right over the microphone. And this is his labor? special effect to real life effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, real life effect. It was a real his life la- special. His was labor. Special. He's only done that like two times in his life. That was impressive. That was impressive. <laughs> his labor is he just killed a villager. His labor is <laughs> he killed the strongest person in a village. And this guy who was birthed by phoenixes from the a king who has the greatest horse of all time is like, I'm gonna kill this random villager. Kill the shit out of the villager. Your strongest man's named Olaf? I fucking killed him. 
Olad. Olad. Fucking Olad. No Summer. I'm gonna kill this person. No one can even remember their names. I'm the true badass here. He's definitely not. He's not Josh Cat. Josh Cat. Rakash is like off to the side. Like you shouldn't do it, man. Like come on. Rakash like don't do it, bloodbath. Don't do it. It's like Eddie Murphy voice. It's like come on, man. I make pancakes. Like I can go. Rakash is absolutely Eddie Murphy. Oh yeah. You can't undo it. Oh my God. Rakash throughout all of this is being the loyal steed. He's Eddie Murphy. It's like if like Eddie Murphy like voice. Blade. It was just all it is. It's like he's the badassery of Blade, but it's still Eddie Murphy. But it's still Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Don't do it, Rostam. Don't do it. He's literally a third your sight. Don't kill a, him. He's literally. This isn't a true labor. <laughs> he's the only person who's well fed in this village. Stop. <laughs> After we've killed this, who gives a fuck, Olaf person? What's <laughs> right, our fifth labor? What's our next labor? My yeah, labor is to kill the strongest person in a village. I mean, Jesus I was over here talking Christ. shit about Jerkules, but Jesus. <laughs> Rostrum's just Fakules. <laughs> like, Jerkules at least killed Hydras and Nemean Lions and shits, and like. It's all right. Literally, he just killed everyone. Rostrum's like, I'm gonna sleep and just kill normal people. <laughs> right. If they wake me, I kill them. <laughs> right? He's just a grumpy sleeper. Me too. Do we actually kill someone? What do we got next? So the sixth labor <laughs> by Rostam, it's a little bit debated. Ooh, um, in one version of the story, he <laughs> enters the city of Mazandaran. And he leases. He Mazandaran. Now we're talking. Mazandaran. And he releases Kai Kavus, um, who has been blinded by the demon. Call if, back. You're, if you remember from the previous episode, yeah, he got blinded by the light of the demon. Revved up like a douche into the runner of the night. Mm-hmm. But in a second. He's the king. In a second version, they only come upon the encampment of demons, and he still kills the Z- the demon king, Azang. Um, and the other demons run away, and he follows them in order Ooh. to find King Kavus. So there's two different kind of stories here in the Shauna May that you can follow. I will say this is the one that's kind of badass. That's pretty cool. So... Oh, it's a real labor. Yeah. <laughs> this is actual this real, is real, real labor. labor. So, like, while the other labor's been, like, killing random people, this is, kill like... Kill a sheep, kill a villager. <laughs> so this labor is actually one of the longer ones. It's, it's an entire, like... Military base of demons. It should be. And like, there's like five general demons. I don't know, think of like bees? Yeah, it's like Shadow Mordor shit. Yeah, it's like, so like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill the, kill the captains. He kills everyone. He just like. <laughs> is he smart and have strategy? No. Does he kill he everything? Does, does, does he have, Well, he got away. He killed Does he have muscles in a horse? You better fucking believe he does. <laughs> You're speaking my Hercules language. Honestly, what's hilarious is they describe in detail this encampment. It's like backed up to a mountain with like passages that lead up to the the generals. Very well defended. Very. No, not even. No, no. They like in detail describe how it's easy to just just kill the one person he needs to kill. Very poorly defended. And he like walks up to him and's like, "I'm gonna kill them all. (laughs) I'm gonna kill this." Well, who's here? There's a thousand people here. There's one person I need to kill and I can get to easily without killing anyone? I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna oh. kill That sounds like Shadow of Mordor to a team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For real, though. It's like, I can, I, can, I can just... I can kill all these orcs, or I can just kill one? No. No. I gain XP from every orc. Yeah. I can get, like, a gold dagger. Like, yeah. Achievement. Blade yeah. of Galadriel, let's bring it on. Yeah, so he, like, literally just murders everyone. <laughs> it's like... 
He murders like nine hundred villagers, and like <laughs> the last like five were like actual fighters. Villagers or demons? They're villagers. They're oh, cons- no! They're conscripted demon villagers. That's demons so have cool. farms and lives. I will say it is hilarious yeah. when I read something. It's like three pages of describing a village, the mountains, the scenery, his horse. And in like four couplets, he's like, I don't know, murder, 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 kills everyone. So it's very to the point with the murder. Yeah, it's like, we get it. He's good at killing shit. But not in all versions does he kill the main king demon. Well, well that's the end. That's the So there's like... He kills everyone else. He kills that everyone point. else. So that's a thing. He goes after Laquestu Ocha. The white demon. Yeah, but he kills uh, everything in the way. Kills everything else. Yeah, yeah. He's like yeah. murdering. There's like daffodils like popping him that like, chops him out. There's like they pop like, it up like nothing will live here. <laughs> so he's just murdering everyone along the way. A nice little murder party. But gets then he to get, the white demon. But then he gets to the main person. And that brings us to the seventh and final trial. Whoa. Um, so in some of these versions, he's already rescued King Kavus, and he's trying to bring back his sight. In most versions, he is just trying to rescue King Kavus, who is... Your king is in another castle. (laughs) (laughs) So always in another castle. Always. So Kavus has been in... Maybe the king doesn't like you. Yeah, right. (laughs) Maybe she wants to do her own thing. Maybe she's just like, hey... The king actually likes Sevisa, but he's, Mm -hmm. he's, he's got some slack on him. Right, he's got some Beauty and the Beast syndrome going on. Like, I'm a demon too, come on. Like, I'm a king demon. Mm-hmm. So Kavus has been taken by the white demon, and he lives in a cave that is described to be as dark as the mouth of hell. Whoa. Um, and so Rostam bravely enters, he finds the demon, and he kills him. And when he kills him, the blood gets on Kavus's eyes, which restores his eyesight. Okay, so this is something that I found super interesting, was like the parallel between this story and then also Lord of the Rings. Because you have like King Theoden, who was, you know, blinded, aged, whatnot, because of the white hand of Saruman. So Gandalf comes up and is like, you know, vanishy evil yeah, spirits. He'll draw you like venom from, from the wound. Nope, don't see any power. Yeah. But was he a demon? <laughs> it kind of was. was. Were Saruman and Wormtongue like demons? Right. But was he So white? he drives out like um, the white, white wizard demon? Saruman. From the eyesight of Theoden, so Theoden regains his sight and it's the whole, like, I know your face, you know? So I thought that was super interesting and, like, totally why... I can say pretty much, like, totally a inspiration from Tolkien from this story. Well, there's so many things that as you read Rostam, you realize it's drawn from, like, the Prince of Persia, Seven Quests... As I've been informed, otherwise known as Quest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the, so the Rapunzel story. Rapunzel, it's, fucking Rapunzel. There's yeah. so many things that are drawn from Shadamay in Western society that as you go back, if they weren't contemporary stories, it was definitely drawn from Shadamay, without I a find, doubt. I always find it funny, these stories that have, that are like actual original stories, but like we're so removed from it. Mm-hmm. Malcolm Gladwell always has a thing about like when you look back, like you don't re- you don't recognize originality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like he has all these like like Indiana Jones. It's like we watch Indiana Jones and it's like, oh, this is such a stereotypical adventure action movie. Mm-hmm. But if you would have watched it at the time, you're like, holy shit, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Same like Star Wars. Same thing with. Like, yeah, you have like. Oh yeah, and it's such journey. a hero's journey, but it's like at the time it's like so, same so like original. Gone with the Wind, like yeah. all these like movies that like no one had done it up until this point. 
But like we watch it 30, 50, 100 years later, you're like, oh, yeah, oh, hindsight. You know, I've yeah, seen this yeah. a thousand times. This is easy. My favorite one is, um, to kind of go off of this, um, a totally different direction. My favorite one is the uh, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce George, Campbell? George R. Romero. No. George, George, Romero. George, George Romero. George Romero. George Romero. S- Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah, Dawn, Dawn of the Dead, right? That's the yeah, first yeah, yeah. one. Yeah. Um, it was. Oh, fuck, it would like set listeners. the standard for like total zombie movies. Oh, absolutely. But at the time, you're like, oh, of course, somebody gets bit, they turn into a zombie, or like you know. Oh so yeah, all, all these stuff. rules, all, all these rules, rules of like, zombies. Yeah, they the the there. And they're being invented mm-hmm. in that one. So right? it's like the hero's journey and stuff like that. Like you know, like there's like one person who draws yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there's like um, these trials that a hero has to face. There's like these um, sort of roadblocks in their way that they have to overcome that make them human and stuff like that and it just all kind of stems from these ancient stories that get translated into modern mythology that's dope as shit yeah so after Rasham defeats this king demon which is super cool and oh my god where is that movie right okay the white demon there's a bunch of them don't Wikipedia it's like an absurd amount of movies are they good no (laughs) that's what makes it even better that's true they're all mystery science, uh, MST3K movie, level movies. They're all like, but one of them is Persian yeah. movies. It's like Love season it. like one or two. Does like one of it's, oh, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I have to find that. That's all. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, that's amazing. Right. So you have like all these heroes' journeys, and it's there's for, there's a bunch of Hercules movies of theirs too. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah Hercules. Oh, yeah. The whole other thing. Oh, so dreamy. Because then you garbage. also have Hercules from like the Xena years, like that Hercules. Oh yeah. Let's yeah, not yeah. talk about that. So. You have, he defeats his demon, and he defeats the king demon, and then you have, like, a personal hit to him that kind of humanizes him, where he comes in contact with his own humanity. He wakes up, yeah. 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 <laughs> From the dream. It was all a dream. Yeah. I was a hero. And then- it was all inception. <laughs> but I think, I think a really important point is, like, he's, like, done this great journey. He brings Kai, Kavus back, Kavus rules, and then there is a battle, that kind of draws it full circle for him. That kind of relates him to Hercules a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so he finds himself, um, after like 18, 20 years, um, he ends up finding an enemy. And unbeknownst to him, it's his son Saurabh that he <gasps> had with dun, dun, dun. The ultimate twist. The ultimate my, twist. My he, boy. My, evil, my enemy boy. My boy. He slept with Taname. He had no idea if he had a son or a daughter. Listen to the last episode. He leaves a bracelet. Um, and he says, he says peace out, bitch. He just out. assumed. He's like, my... My like, semen is impregnating. I'm obviously very fertile. I am a, I, yes, Jesus. I'm a hero. This is a feather, and if anything happens, uh, set it on fire. <laughs> set it on fire. It will save her kid. That's you his know. dad. It's cool. But he leaves, <laughs> there, um, he leaves Tamane a piece of jewelry, and he mm. said, if it's a son, give it to him to wear on his arm. That way I'll know him. That way I'll make sure not to kill him. Exactly. If it's a daughter, please leave it so that she can put it in her hair. So that way sure I'll know. So make sure not to kill her. So he goes to battle with the enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorab, his son, kind of knew that Rostam could be his dad. He wasn't he really sure. I might be fighting my dad, but isn't has, everyone like, fighting their dad? Yeah, he has like the the red string across the board, like figuring it out. And he's but like, I like, think I got it. But unlike everyone from the Jersey Shore, he wore sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> mm, he, he had to rip it. He concealed. So there was a there was a big <laughs> they didn't battle. See it. 
So there was a big battle. They're on opposing sides. They start to wrestle on the ground. Rostam makes the fatal stab into Sorab. And as he turns him over in the mud, his shirt rips and he recognizes the bracelet. <gasps> and what is arguably the most tragic and emotional part of the Saname, he realizes that he has killed his own son. <sighs> after all of his labors, after rescuing the king... It circles back to him killing his own son. So he is human, after all. My boy! My boy! <laughs> I'm not proud of it. I cried. <laughs> yeah, I, cried. I am cried. proud of it. I read it for the first time. I cried. You know, we all cried. I cried. It's my, uh, it's my up moment. But talking to many Iranians, this is but, the most yeah. tragic of the 60,000 couplets. This is the most tragic story Well, not just that. Like, if you ask any... Iranian in general. And we asked a couple, and this is what they said was the most tragic. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's always the same one. It's like, he killed his son. It's like. So that's one that like really sticks out. Everyone. Yeah, if you've ever met an Iranian, ask him, like, what happened when Rustam killed Surab? Like, did you cry? You're and like, they'll be like, yeah, I fucking cried. It was like Titanic. I cried. <laughs> worse than Titanic. It was worse than Titanic. No matter there where you are. There was room for two. There was fucking room for two, but there was not room for what? There was not room for two in the stab party. No, um, the stab party. You're sitting in the bathroom. You're like, what about Rostam? They start crying. Your judge is arraigning. He's like, you're guilty. It's like, what about Rostam? He starts crying. He's like, you're right. You're right. Do they ever use that like Iranian like dramas or whatnot? Oh, it's like the guilty. It's like <laughs> it's the Romeo and Juliet of Iran. It's <laughs> interesting. Well, so it's the whole, like, same killing. amount of killing, less yeah. dirty stuff. So he kills his son, which is a big thing for them. <laughs> but what's really interesting is eventually he reunites with Tamane, and they have another daughter and a son who go <gasps> really? on. They have other kids and their hearts will go on? So they end up, one of them <laughs> ends up being, sex. like... Turns into the notebook. It does turn into the notebook, but one of them ends up being, like, a great princess of India. So the influence is spread all throughout, like, the Middle East and East Asia. Really? like, Mughal princess? Yeah. (laughs) She's some cool, like... She tracks 70,000 years. Huh. So the influence goes on to spread beyond Persia and into India, what is now modern-day Afghanistan, and it just continues throughout the region. That's fascinating. So yeah, that was that was his trials, and I guess there isn't really much after that of his life after he kills his son. It's kind of like the, the Wait, taper off. What's the, like the death story? So so yeah, he does the trials. He kills his son. Like does how does, does he how does Rustam story? end? Does he ride off into the sunset in Rakash? Lord no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no 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 oh, no he gosh. does not. He's actually killed by his brother in combat. <gasps> they had a disagreement. The ultimate. <laughs> Yeah, so think like Loki Thor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so he's actually he gets very old and is like this old wise person. He's like old, like 600 years old. old. Yeah, he's like. Think Old Testament old. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like old shit old. Abraham gets fucking old. I'm really pretty. Beowulf. Think Beowulf. Beowulf okay. gets old. It actually has a very similar ending to Beowulf where huh. that's kind of the tragic death of Beowulf fights, fights the dragon. But he, like, fights his brother, uh, mm-hmm. trying to say... <gasps> his brother was a dragon? Kind of. <laughs> really? He was, like, he was, like, incepted by a demon. Like a Narratively, dragon. his brother was a dragon. 
No, yeah. like literally. He was like literally. <laughs> he was like accepted by like a dragon demon and like possessed. What? And so he was like, "That's fucking wild." And so to save like the lineage, the lineage, lineage, lineage. I'm with you. That one. Lineage. 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 So like he kills, he kills him in battle, but like with the with with his like dying breath, he like stabs him and kills him. Shit's cinematic. Yeah, that's cinematic as fuck. And then like. The son, the, the son that he had years later comes back. The, the not Zareb son. The different son. son. Wait, what, son. what was the other son's name? <laughs> Russia. Not relevant. It's not relevant. <laughs> yep. Generic son. <laughs> the other son was named, he didn't do anything famous. Generic so. son king name. Son part three. We're two. Not part three. <laughs> do people like claim lineage from this guy? Kind of. Do did did the Shahs claim lineage? So what happens was like so your Cyrus, Darius, Xerxes, they all did. Also Darius, also known as Darius. Also right? known Western as speakers. Darius. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so we get into part three now. Yeah. So okay. So. so I mean, there's like thousands of years before and after this. Yeah, yeah. But it's literally just like. Josh walked into battle, killed Steve. Josh? Gen- <laughs> insert Gen- Cyrus. Cyrus. Sorry. I'm just trying to think. Well, well not Cyrus as well. Insert, yeah. insert generic name. White name here. <laughs> Sam 2. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. Like Sam. Someone not, walks not, into battle, kills Sam, Sam, does something cool, walks away. It's like, but the, the actual good stories were from this. We even skipped like, we skipped like 10 of them. Right. Like, he lives for 600 years. I mean, you got thousands and thousands of couplets, people. Like, we're, we're trying to shorten it for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome to Persia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So, yeah, that, that's his... That's the fun stuff of his. And it goes on for thousands of years. And then, like, Zoroaster is born. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, his... And then Iran changes completely. Yeah, that's, like, his pivot to point three. That's, like, what I'm saying. <laughs> Hey, this guy named Zoroaster was like a monotheist or a monist. So if you really like most religions, you should probably thank Zoroasterism for introducing the monotheistic guy. Yeah, if you follow oh. a monotheistic religion, you may want to research Zoroasterism. Hmm. It's like the first one. Almost, yeah. You're welcome. It's almost <laughs> like he was a badass and whatnot. <laughs> anyway, it starts with him and like, just goes through like Cyrus and Darush and like Xerxes, Xerxes II and like... Funny side, like from my beginning of my life, Alexander the Great was always Alexander the Devil. Really? Because all the stories in my life, I heard Alexander the Devil. I was the Devil. My dad was like Alexander the Devil. Oh my god! Really? And they would go into school. my middle name is Alexander for Alexander the Great. You're the Devil. <laughs> <laughs> and then like I was in, like fourth to third grade, like whenever you learned like ancient history, and like we learned Alexander the Great. And, like my little smart ass self was like, "You mean Alexander the Devil?" My teacher's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> I was like, my dad will tell me stories like this. It's like, talks to the devil. Your dad's like, not wrong, but perspective tells me he's great. But then, like, the teacher's like, no, he's great. And my smart ass, I was like, why is he great? And she's like, well, he killed a lot of people and then, like... And he was gay and died at 33. He was great. <laughs> I, she, she had a moment. thing for his teacher. She had a moment. It's like, well, he, like, killed people and, like, was really, like, hated foreigners and, like, his reign didn't... 
He did expand but, the but Roman Mas- Empire. But Macedon, Macedon is pretty great. He did expand the Roman Empire a lot. He did expand Macedonians. I mean, Philip II, he did nothing. It collapsed immediately. He did yeah. nothing. It was all Alexander. It was all, like, propagated by, like, propaganda. And, like, people were like, oh, my teacher was Plato. And, like, oh, oh, oh. He's smart. I'm following the Socratic tradition. Was it Socrates? It was Aristotle. It was Socrates, then Plato, then Aristotle. Aristotle learned from Socrates. And, and Aristotle Alexander. taught Alexander. And then That's it died. Right. Because but he alcohol. died young. <laughs> Fucking alcohol. That's our myth. Yeah, Don't correct is, us. Yeah. <laughs> this is a mythology podcast. You've learned philosophy. That was real stuff. Philosophy. <laughs> philosophy. You're all welcome. <laughs> anyway, Alexander the devil. <laughs> that asshole. He's in there. Known as the devil. It goes on. Really? Well, I mean, he conquered a lot of, a lot of persons. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And then lost it immediately. And then lost it immediately. And then, like, and then like died the... and was like, all right, three general governors, fight amongst yourselves. Right. Fuck it. It's like how the Crusades were, like, super good for a certain party, but then were terrible. <laughs> they lost it immediately. Party. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, these were terrible Crusades. We wait. We rediscovered math and medicine and, you know. Because you burned down the Library of Alexandria. Of course you did. Like the first Crusade, it's like, we'll go to the Holy Land and lose it immediately. And yeah. And lose the next two. And if that's what And then the fourth one will burn Constantinople. Fuck right? it. And the fifth one will kill the Jews in Lithuania. Because, right? you know, the Holy Land. <laughs> but I think that's Thanks. what makes Shahnameh so incredible. Is that... <laughs> yeah. Thank well, you for rounding us back. Oh, sorry. That's what we're talking rounding about. Rounding us back. I think Shahnameh is so incredible because it's a man who was really bitter about Arabic taking over. He said, hey, Farsi is a beautiful language, so I'm going to write nothing but poems in Farsi. That's true. He did want to leave, like, a lasting impression on on his culture. Like, And it, it worked. Oh, no. And yeah. he did. He's yeah, like, yeah. Islam is great, but let's talk about what came before that, because there was so much more that came before that. That's super cool that he, like, dedicated his life to writing this because all the things he said, like, I kind of joked that it was, like, spellcasting, but it was very, like, very good at rhyming. Let's be real. So Oh, his rhymes are dope. His rhymes are dope yeah. as fuck. Thanks to his wife, he's who like we the, don't know her like, name. He's Shout out to her. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ferdosi's wife, cool. hashtag Ferdosi's wife. Hashtag Ferdosi's wife was Nas. General Ferdosi married Nas. Nas, push your tea. <laughs> he's all the good ones. He's like, you got those couplets down. Which is super cool. <laughs> That he wanted to leave, like, a lasting impression on his people but and his just, culture. And he, like, inspired an entire generation just from, like, this one thing he wrote. Yeah, and we it's saw like, how that translated to Lord of the Rings. The and arguably again, inspires a generation of storytellers. Yeah, the arguably stories. greatest um, story of the 19th century. Except for Jake Gyllenhaal, which ruined The Prince of Persia. Major shade casting there. I know. Movie. Jake Gyllenhaal, you're too white for that. We all that, know like, it. Right. His writing's, like... You were mentioning like the stereotypical stuff. His writings are the stereotypical stuff about. Yeah, assassins. it's like the archetype. It's like how Gilgamesh is the archetype for the hero's journey. Exactly. He's like the oh, archetype for some other stuff. Yeah, and I love it. I love like getting super into older mythology because it's so interesting how these stories really do lay the foundation for stories. They now. invented the hero's journey, like yeah. where heroes come from, the stuff they and, like, fight. The trials. Joseph Campbell's just reading it's like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And like the trials that you were saying was being written kind of at the same time as Hercules and how the two probably influenced each other because you know there was trade going on. Oh, absolutely. So like stories are passed back and forth between the two. Like, oh, you're going to fought a lion? Oh, that's fucking great. Let me oh, write that like, down. Let me write that in a me and lion into his Hercules well, even story. Then, if you think of just timeline, if you have Gilgamesh, which is mm-hmm. about 2000 it's BC. old as fuck. 
and then you have oldest balls. Oldest, oldest balls BC. Oldest balls and, BC. And then Gilgamesh is the set for the very latest era of what he's writing about. So you're saying, mm-hmm. this is pre-2000 BC. Mm-hmm. We don't have the Iliad until 1500. Right. And that's like your oldest written Greek mythology. And so it's just, there's all commingling of like, just, oh, we didn't even mention there's there's a flood in in this. There's mm-hmm. like other crazy shit in this. Like right, it's so everything cool. just commingled. You got a flood. We got a flood. Of course. And I Moses think. is really commingled in a lot of the stuff written oh, yeah. in the Shamanay too. There's like a Moses type figure, like this early person who was like the hero of his people. Our Hephaestus yeah. person. Some guy. It's literally the Moses. Like the person who. In Greek mythology, there was these this older couple who the world was flooded and they had to repopulate the earth by throwing stones over their back of their, like, um, things. And that was like a pre-Moses because there was this flood. <laughs> and it's so cool to me that the flood just, like, permeates through all of mythology across multiple generations. Even anything, because, like, Rama was born from the flood. Like, right. Like, in your religion, there's a fucking flood. Yeah, that's so cool. I love that, like, people were talking and kind of, like, morphing their own stories from this kind of stuff. I mean, not even just, there's a burning bush in there. There's, like, crazy... Uh, there's a burning Lions, bush in horses, dragons, they all fold into religion somehow. Men trying yeah. to take credit for the something. Argo faces a dragon, but that's super awesome that there's a dragon in this story that I think predates the Argo in some way, I think. Men taking credit for women's work? You oh, know, that's always. timeless. That's, that's that is timeless a timeless tradition. Uh, there's horse doing shit. Ovid, have you heard about Ovid's wife? Yeah, horses doing <laughs> shit. It's great. I love it. Is there anything else you guys wanted to say before we wrap this up? Read the Shamanay. Do not believe... Actually, don't. It's long as shit. Listen to our podcast about the Shamanay. Read the spark notes of Shamanay. Even then. So, it was funny. We were trying to read... So, I read this as a kid. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. Six or seven grand. I became fascinated. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, I wanted to read the spark notes of it. The spark notes was like 700 pages. (laughs) The spark notes was too long. I was like, I ain't got time for this shit. (laughs) I did the spark notes off the spark notes off the spark notes. It was like, all right, we'll just, I'll just like go back, read the passages that matter and like other things that like I remember and like, all right, we'll go from there. (laughs) God damn, it's like so long. <laughs> just, just don't believe everything you hear in the media about Iran. They have some great stories that influenced a lot of Western stories that you may not realize, like yeah. Rapunzel or Hercules or Heracles. As that's it may one be thing called. I want to bring to light with drunk mythology and go like going into all these different regions is that like stories are awesome and there's such a overlapping of stories. They all had stories and they all got drunk. <laughs> Can we agree on this? Right? So it's so cool seeing like all the different um, regions coming together and sharing these stories that ultimately lead into other ones. So I did have one last one final. Yes. Yeah, for yeah. So Ferdosi was real good friends and pupils with a guy named Al Burundi. Al Burundi? He's the guy you, everyone here can be very happy for him in his existence. Mm-hmm. He discovered the process of making alcohol. And he's we wouldn't from... have this without him. <laughs> oh my god! And he's from Persia, so yeah, he came from there. So you're yeah. also welcome for having alcohol. So, in addition to Dionysus, we now have a patron saint, Alburundi. 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 Hashtag Persia all the way. Hashtag yeah, yeah, yeah. Persia. Yeah, we got several patron saints of drunk mythology. That's awesome. I love yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah, if anyone actually actually wants to see the book, the original book, it's in the Met. 
It's in the Met? Yeah, in New York. In New York. So if, if any of our listeners live in New York or can get there easily, <laughs> it's in the Met. Thank, thank you guys so much for joining yeah, us. Glad yeah, to be here. Thank you for educating our ignorant asses on Persian mythology. I love learning about this. Like, hearing about the stories, we were just like, oh my god, what is that? What is that? What is that? The whole time, just like for Yeah. Me. Yeah, we love the trials. We love the archetypes that we talked about. That's awesome. And those shittiest trials. <laughs> They're we, so we good. We should be sitting here seeing, like, all right, the horse was a badass. Hercules. It was Rakash's, Hercules. Se- Rakash's, like, I mean, five the- trials and, yeah. and then, and yeah. then Rustam's, like, I two mean, trials. let's be real. The horse was the, the horse was MVP in this case. Oh, Hashtag yeah, wingman. MVP. Wingman, for wingman. sure. Wingman carries you. <laughs> for yeah. Every time. Calling the horses, man. Calling the eagles. So thank you guys so much for joining us and telling us this awesome story because I really like learning about it because I know nothing about Persian mythology, so that's awesome. Thank you all. And now we do, and now everyone does. Yeah, as you should. (laughs) So yeah, super excited you guys were able to join us. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you, new listeners, for sticking with us this whole time. I hope you are enjoying it, and I hope you like where we've taken the show so far. And please feel free to email us any comments you have, like bad stuff or stuff you wish we could improve on, or good comments. Yeah, um, fucking take those good comments and make them reviews and make them good Yeah, reviews. that's what I was going to say. Um, review us if you got the good comments. Email us. Say hi to us on social media. We're very, yeah. we're very not person. Fuck yeah, we're on social media. Give us a shout out there. So yeah, I hope you guys have a good night. Thank you so much. Good night. Bye 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 bye. Bye 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 bye. Awesome.